right, so uh, happy 5th of July. That's sarcasm. Of course, yesterday on Independence Day in America, where mass shootings are uniquely our problem, we had a mass shooting at a 4th of July parade in Highland Park in Illinois. It's not Chicago. It's a very, very wealthy suburb of Chicago. And a lot of people point out to you that that's where Michael Jordan has a house. This isn't the south side of Chicago you hear about. So what we know today is, well, first of all, they they arrested the guy, or the kid, the piece of shit, punk little kid. The victims of the shooting range from, range from ages 8 to 85 years old. We got Catherine Goldstein, 64 years old, Highland Park. I... Probably not going to say this name right. Irina McCarthy, 35, of Highland Park. Kevin McCarthy, 37, of Highland Park. Jacqueline Sudheem, Sunheem, 63, of Highland Park. Steven Strauss, 88, of Highland Park. 88 years old, at a parade. Nicholas Toledo Zaragoza, 78, from Morelos, Mexico. Initially, and it's still at this point, they're not describing the weapon used other than a, hard, a high-powered rifle. Like, no crap. If you can... There are videos out there where you can hear the gunshots and the, and the rounds popping off, and it's definitely a fully automatic weapon, if I've ever heard one. A lot of people say it reminds them of an AK-47. The weapons were purchased legally by Cremo in the Chicago area by the shooter legally purchased a total. He legally purchased a total of five guns, including both rifles. And the chief said he bought his firearms before he turned 21. So there we go again with, uh, you know, if you just raise the age limit, some of these could have probably been prevented. I just don't understand how you can just buy five rifles like that without any questions asked. I'm probably not going to get into the Second Amendment. I don't want to. It's a really, really old piece of paper. It's kind of a vague amendment to begin with. A well-regulated militia. That part gets left out, like, every time uh, by gun lovers. And that's and I'm not knocking anybody for loving guns. I feel like we love guns maybe just a little too much. Don't you think? And if you love guns so much and you want to be a responsible, responsible gun owner... Don't you want everybody else to be a responsible gun owner if they own guns? You know what I'm saying? Why aren't you okay with universal background checks or background checks at gun shows? You know, you got to close that loophole because that's and if you're so if you're upset about what happens like gun violence in the streets, a lot of those guns get to the street from people buying them at those gun shows. Otherwise stolen most of the time, guns that end up on the street. In places like the south side of Chicago are bought legally. And a lot of times it's not in it's not in Illinois. It's in Indiana where they have really loose gun laws. But even with the tough gun laws they have in Illinois, he was still able to purchase five rifles before he turned 21. That blows my mind. It blows my fucking mind. I don't understand. I don't understand how how that how that's a thing. How? They would just buy as much ammo as you want to. Nobody asks questions. Nobody. 
The police had at least two past encounters with the suspect. In April 2019, someone contacted the police after learning Mr. Cremo had recently attempted suicide. Chief Covelli said on Tuesday that the police spoke with Mr. Cremo and his parents about the matter at the time, but did not pursue it further because it was being handled by mental health professionals. That worked out. September 2019, a member of Mr. Cremo's family told police that he had knives and was going to kill everyone. Chief Covelli said officers who went to the family home removed 16 knives, a dagger, and a sword, but the chief said they found no probable cause to make an arrest, which is probably true. Two things about this, or more like one thing that gets under my skin, one thing that needs to be pointed out about these shooters, they're not just homicidal maniacs. It's a twofer with these with these with these guys. Like it's it's they're homicidal and suicidal. Or I should say politicians want this to only be about mental health. Thing that we need to understand about the mental health aspect of it is that people that do this kind of stuff, they're not looking for help. Okay, they're not they're not calling anybody saying, Hey, I'm depressed. Help me out, man. That's no. They're they're feeding it. They're thriving off of it and they can't wait to do whatever the hell they have to do with it to hurt other people. They're not looking for your mental health service. Period. That's a different kind of human being. That's 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 the kind of human being you got in serial killers. A, a lack of empathy. Or at least uh, they lost empathy along the way at some point in life. And I just remember last night kind of scanning the news and Twitter and all this stuff like and just seeing the media on TV, the way they're like advertising this dude's horrible, horrible rap music. It was awful. Not like that's important how bad it is, but it was bad. Um, and it's kind of like I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, man, I bet he's like fantasizing right now about CNN and Fox showing his YouTube rap videos to everyone. His rapper name was Awake. And everybody knows that now. Everybody knows who Awake is. Awake the rapper. Everybody knows who he is now. It's exactly what he wants. Media's got to, like, draw a line somewhere. Uh, yet he, he, he's looking for his 15 minutes of fame that every mass shooter in this country gets. That 15 minutes of fame. And he got it. Gotta stop giving that to them. The gunman used a disguise to get away. The authorities said the gunman wore women's clothing to disguise his identity. He climbed up a fire escape ladder to gain access to the roof where he staged his attack. And then after the shooting, he climbed back down, left the scene on foot, blending in with fleeing parade, go parade goers. What building did he just have like access to to just climb up the fire escape and sit up there with rifles? I mean, nobody saw him. Climbing this fire escape with a bag <clears throat> or whatever he carried his rifles in. Nobody saw anything. It's crazy. But, I mean, not unbelievable either. What building was it? You know, was it an apartment building? Was it a business? I mean, it sucks that we, we are at this point to where you're going to have to probably have security check every building in the area, every rooftop have snipers on rooftops during parades and big events like this to prevent this kind of thing. But I don't think that's, I don't think that's the final solution. I'll get more into what I think 
a solution could be might be as we go along the attack was one of a number of multiple shootings in recent days the mass shooting in highland park was the fourth in illinois since friday in which at least four people were struck according to the gun violence archive the state has among the strictest gun safety laws in the nation including universal background checks red flag warnings and safe storage requirements i have never bought a gun i used an m16a2 and an m4 and when i was in the national guard i don't know anything about purchasing a gun like what all entails in a universal background check or what makes you know what the red flags are and say what the safe storage requirements are because i mean how do you police that even what we don't have in this country is a national registry you know like when you have a car you register your car so like the state and the government knows that this car belongs to you. You have to get a license. You have to know how to drive, so you have to pass a driving test. I don't see why all these requirements are not there for buying weapons. I don't think that's infringing on anybody's rights. In fact, all that would do was create... All that would do would be creating more responsible gun ownership, if anything. But tell that to the NRA and the politicians they have in their pocket. Ten hours before the parade shooting, at about midnight, five people were shot shot at a housing complex in a greater Grand Crossing neighborhood on Chicago's south side. This is typical Chicago south side. Friday, two people were killed and seven injured in two separate shootings in Chicago. Okay, like I said in the beginning of this, this wasn't Chicago. This was Highland Park, okay? This is well-to-do, wealthy people. What I don't understand, and I don't mean to be so repetitive, is why is he allowed? Why is anybody allowed to just go in and buy five rifles at a time or within days apart? You know, this, uh, I wanted to, <laughs> I'm doing this podcast because I need to, like, I need to talk about these things because I feel like outside or, or on the internet, and even outside in public, these conversations become a lot of people just talking at each other. Well, this is how I feel and this is how we feel. But what's going to be, what's the conclusion we can eventually get to? What What is, I don't even know what was in that, that uh, gun law that Biden signed that passed. If it passed the Senate, it's probably, <laughs> it's probably nothing. I don't. Part of I sh I'm not gonna lie. Part of me wants to say, just ban all these types of rifles. There's a gray area there, though. I mean, there's different kinds of rifles, and I and it, I know it's exhausting to hear you don't need this weapon or you don't need that, and your response might be, "Well, I don't have to need it. It's you know I have the right to bear arms, and I don't want to have that conversation anymore." If you make AR-15s illegal, you're making millions of normal, responsible gun owners criminals if they don't give them up. But in 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 my heart and what I'm thinking is just being honest is so fucking what? Turn it over. Or you're illegally possessing a weapon. That's on you. But then you might say to me, if we... If we uh, outlaw guns, only outlaws will have guns. Or the good guy, good guys with guns, 
cliche, but there's another side to that. I, like I said earlier, most of the guns that end up on the street are bought legally at some point. But when we're talking about street violence, that's a whole nother podcast. That's a whole nother story. That's, that's, you know, we can talk about poverty and crime on that. And racism, uh, structural racism, and all that stuff goes into that. But as far as mass shootings go, I I don't have the number in front of me, but I'm pretty sure that it's it's at least 90% of mass shooters have all used an AR-15 or something similar to it. It's uh it's kind of the weapon of choice for them. And how the and the way I feel about it is if the worst thing we do is upset somebody about making their AR-15 illegal, if that if that prevents this from happening again I don't care I'm just being honest like if it eliminates mass shootings then do it but we don't know that this isn't something that occurs once in a while in this country I remember going all the way back to Columbine we've had these same tired conversations since then and nothing and nothing 20 years later, nothing's changed. In fact, it's only gotten worse. It's gotten so bad. I think it was the governor or the mayor of Highland Park who was basically quoted as saying something about this isn't going to end until we get rid of the guns in this country. You can fact check that. I, I'm pretty sure it was like a mayor of the of the city or of Highland Park or something. I don't think he's wrong. I don't, and I and I'm I don't want to like tell you a responsible American gun owning gun owning citizen that you have to give back your AR-15s or whatever rifles they ban. That happens, and it won't. It won't happen. It's just not realistic. Unfortunately, it's not realistic, and unfortunately, that just makes us less safe. Banning guns is like, at this point, it's banning fish out of the ocean or something. It's just way too much control now. We're past that. But what can get us to a point where you can't sit here and say, how can we end this? Because what you should be asking is how can we make it make it harder for this to happen? The kid who shot up the kids in Uvalde was 18. If the legal age to buy a weapon was 21, those kids might still be alive. Something to think about, at least. And you might argue that, well, if an 18-year-old can sign up and join the military and defend his country with a weapon, why can't he buy one in the civilian realm? Well, the, the answer I'll give you for that is that when you join the military, you have to go to basic training. They don't just hand you a weapon with rounds in it already and let you just start shooting at targets. Take apart your weapon, clean your weapon. You have to zero your weapon on the range. You have to qualify with your weapon. 
and they don't just let you carry live rounds around with you. In fact, if you get caught with one, your ass is in a lot of trouble. So that's not a good argument at all. But it's it might be a good suggestion for something we could do because you got these crazy ass kids they're all basically kids 20 years old 21 18 that do these shootings they're not you know they're they're not gonna take a five-week course they're not gonna you know wait for a background check for two weeks or maybe they would two weeks isn't a long time but my point is, is they wouldn't go th- do something like basic training or even, you know, like a five week gun course or whatever. They're they have a mission in their in their fucked up little heads and they want to carry it out as soon as possible. Can they find something else to do that with? I mean, without rifles. Yeah, you can still kill people, but you're not going to do it from a rooftop like that. And fire off that many rounds. Just fire off 70 rounds in like two minutes. And if you can do that with a regular hunting rifle, what the fuck are you people hunting with? <laughs> you don't need that shit. Get a bow. Handguns for home protection. Hunting rifles. Not against it. Don't want to see any of that taken away from you. The inventor or the builder, I guess you could say. The original designer of the AR-15 himself said that civilians should not have this. It's built for war. It's built for the battlefield. It's built for killing the enemy and as many of them as quickly as as many of them and as quickly as possible and as accurately as possible. They are not meant for civilians. You don't need them for anything. And when I had this conversation with my brother, he did bring up the fact that some people do like to shoot. Like, it's a sport for people. I get that. I get that. But still, there's a part of me saying, find a different sport or find a different gun to use for sport. If, 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 and that's, and all that is saying, if banning that weapon can, uh, uh, you know, throw a stick in the sporks of this. Can it, can it stop it? What will they use if they can't get an AR-15 or any kind of rifle similar to the AR-15? I don't know. I do know I'm tired of hearing things that guns don't do anything on their own. You know, guns are inanimate objects. They don't kill people. That's great. But the truth is, is that people kill people with guns. It's happening so much now. It's kind of like a kid running around a neighborhood with a stick. Just beating the crap out of people with it. Beating up animals, beating up the neighborhood kids, threatening people with it. Yeah, sticks don't hurt people. But you're going to have to take the stick away from the kid eventually. (laughs) He can't be trusted with a stick. Can we be trusted? Most of us, yeah, sure. But when does it become something that we're all responsible for? And we all have to do something about. I'm a, a f- huge believer, and it takes that it takes a village. I'm not into this hyper individualism, capitalist thing. I think it's it's an absolute terrible system that just leaves people for dead. After Uvalde, Canada put a freeze on the sale of handguns and 
assault rifles. Yes, I just called it an assault rifle. I don't care what the AR stands for on it because that's exactly what it was designed for. Assault. It's not it's designed for killing people, not vermin. It's not designed for paper targets. It's designed to kill people. Period. Just like the M16A2 and the M4 in the military, it's designed to kill. It has no other use. But like I was saying, Canada, they don't even live here. And they started a ban on weapons as soon as they saw what happened in Uvalde. And you would think any rational person would when 19 fourth graders are gunned down in their classroom. You'd think you'd be willing to do anything to prevent that from happening again, even if it meant giving up a weapon, turning it in, and saying, you know what, we don't need these. Let's do something to keep these out of the hands of would-be mass shooters. Let's do something about it. As a country, as a community, let's all do something about it. Because it's probably going to have to come to that. I don't think there is another way out of this. It's not the easy path. And I don't want to take, I don't want the government to take anything away from you. And they won't. But I don't see how this ends any other way. We can pass more gun laws, change the age of 18 to 21, which only exists because they want because they want 18-year-olds to be able to buy a hunting rifle. AR-15 should not be on the same shelf as other hunting rifles. It's for hunting humans, not deer. When Canada went ahead with that freeze on guns, purchasing, selling guns, I thought... Why can't we do that? Can we do that? Can we just put a freeze on a sale of AR-15s for a while and see what happens? But people would get angry at that over the Second Amendment. It's like the go-to excuse. It literally says well-regulated militia, but who cares about that part, right? I'm not. I'm also not suggesting that people shouldn't be able to arm themselves. I don't know what the answer is. I just... uh. I know that if this keeps happening, the answer is going to have to be anything, anything, anything that will prevent this from happening again. That might mean Americans, even responsible gun owners, having to say it's enough. If turning in my AR-15 or, or just giving up my ability to purchase one will stop this from happening... How can I help? How can we do something as a union to stop this from happening again? And are we willing to? Here's an, I'm going to end with this extreme hypothetical. I'm going to present this to you, especially to you if you are a, a responsible gun owner. With all, all due respect. And trust me, this hypothetical is out there. I know it's not realistic, but it's just something to think about. What if someone said to you, if you turn in your AR-15s, if you allow us to ban these from civilians in this country, these types of rifles, leaving hunting rifles and handguns for self-defense and hunting available to you, if we, were, if we ban these types of rifles, 
and you turn over your AR-15 to us so we can destroy it and take it out of circulation. If you do that, if you're willing to make that compromise, they can guarantee you that there will be no more mass shootings, no more kids dying in classrooms, no more elderly people sitting and watching a 4th of July parade. If they could guarantee that and all you had to do was turn over your rifle, would you even do it then? Knowing for sure, this is a, I know it's a crazy hypothetical, but just hear me out. I just want you to answer this question to yourself. Would you do it then? Would you, would you turn in your weapon then knowing that turning in our weapons would end this? Or is it worth it to you to keep it knowing that these things will still happen? But at least you get to hold on to your Second Amendment right. Part of being a patriot or a good citizen sometimes means just doing what's right for the group. Even if it's not good for you. So ask yourself that question. That's all I have. Good luck, America. Happy 5th of July.